yes, y'all, you know what it is. It's that kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games. How are you guys doing out there, podcast land? It is good to see you guys or hear you guys and be with y'all for y'all to hear us. We are happy to be here. Zero four six, I think. We're moving on up. Zero four six? Yep. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Timothy Hall and Tim Router, of course. And as always, we are talking about life and games, games and life because we love it. It's incredible. And kicking it off because he's got some stuff to say. He's raring to go. Timothy Hall, how has your week been? Uh, well, um, I have only life to talk about. No games, unfortunately, because there's been too much life going on. Boom. That sucks. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm just it. kidding. No, that's good. You've had good stuff going, though. Some. Um, anyway, we. I, I talked. To, I think I talked on the show last week about moving and how much it sucks. And Ugh. Well, <laughs> how every time you move, you realize how much it sucks, and you say, I'm never moving again, and then you <laughs> do it anyway. Yeah, it's inevitable, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But, um... Uh, we moved. We went to go move into our place this weekend, and it wasn't ready. And it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. How is it just I, not ready? It, it it was it was not clean at all, and Ugh. they had made no accommodations to to make it so. Um, and they mm-hmm. said they would. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna do this and do this and do this." And we were like, "Okay, cool." And then we go back the next day, and it's not nothing is done. So n- nothing that oh they gosh. said was done. Um, so basically, they gave us back our deposit, which is weird, and they gave us the some. I think we paid like a pro rate or something. They gave us back everything, basically. That's amazing. Um, which is so unusual. I was like, oh, okay. Um, it sounds like they so just we, didn't want you or something, man. That sounds awful. It's like, hey, Eric, just take this and go away. Just go. That's awful. Uh, yeah, and well, and it it made moving even more terrible. I think this is just one of the. It was one of the worst moving experiences I had had, but Ugh. it got it got better after that. So basically, so wait, let me ask you this: Did you have to? When did you find out that you weren't going to be moving into your new place? Like, did you have to find another place that day or something? We had to, yeah, we had to find another place the next day, and this weekend I had a huge um, audio conference for work. Of course, so that didn't help. Yeah, you, know, you know, yeah. The weekend that I'm moving, of course, I have it, something going. Yeah, on. when it rains, it pours, man. Exactly. Oh, that's awful. So we had to scramble. Na- Nashville is basically at this point over capacity with their apartments because of the flood and the housing crash. So mm, sure. it was kind of we've kind of had a double doozy here when it comes to apartment availability, and we had gotten lucky that. A, a little further down from the area we lived before, there was a um, an apartment complex that had an opening because a, I think a girl had like reserved one and then she uh, decided to not take it. So we got lucky that we had shown up that day and we put that deposit down. We were like, we're taking it. It's one of the only things we can find. It's ours. Wow, wow man. Talk about timing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. The ti- the timing couldn't be more perfect. 
And as I told you guys before the show, this place is bigger and better than the place that we were at before, <laughs> and it's pretty—it's the same price that we would have we would have renewed at. So we really—that's oh, awesome. We really got we really got something good. I mean, it really couldn't have turned out better for a bad situation, and I'm that's great happy man. about it. Yeah, you should there, be. That's amazing. <laughs> there is one bone to pick that I have, though, <laughs> um, and I had mentioned to you about freaking Comcast. Nice. Um, oh, oh gosh. So last night, um, man, I had tried calling them the day before, and I could not get a hold of them. Their system was having some trouble, which is normal for Comcast. Sure. Um, and I had called them up last night to go ahead and take care of the transfer process because I think it's just – I think they can do it all over the phone. I don't even think they have to come out anymore. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, so I called them up, and they said, oh, there's already service at that place. And I said, What? And they they were like, do you know a so-and-so? And I was like, no, I have no idea who that is. That's probably whoever lived here before. Right. They're like, oh, well, she, well, she's got, she still has cable and internet hooked up there. So until she turns it off, we can't turn yours on. What? Oh, come on. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, what? I was like, kick her off or disconnect her or something. I was yeah, like, it's not. More. Yeah, I was like, "That's not my problem," and she was like, "Well, hang on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try calling her real quick." And she tried calling and got a voicemail. She's like, "Well, she, uh, you know, she didn't pick up. We're, we're trying to figure this out, but basically, and until she disconnects, you know, you, you can't transfer your service here." And I was like, "So what am I supposed to do?" I was like, "I still have service at my old place, so I." don't want to disconnect that because if I do, I'm going to lose my promotion that I'm on is, and that's exactly what they told me. They said, if you disconnect the old one where, you know, you're not going to get the same price. Basically you're going to have to start over. Right. right. And, uh, I was like, well, I'm not okay with that. I'm like, what, what can we do? Is there anything we can do? And basically, yeah, she said, there's, there's nothing. We can't do anything until we get, the previous tenant to disconnect their service. Wow. All right, let's call her right now. Let's call that woman right now. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they, they won't they won't give out her contact information, you know obviously. So, so can you just get on her internet? I you know, I I basically asked the woman on the phone, I was like, so if I plug in, the internet will just work? And she she didn't say anything. I think she's really not allowed to tell me to use somebody else's internet. And I was just like but, yeah, but you if they're can. not going to turn it off, you might as well use it. I mean, I th I'm thinking that's what I might I might just do. But for all I know, this woman didn't have any internet. She may have just had basic cable and nothing else. So I, I haven't I haven't tried hooking in yet. But I guess I might as well today if they still yeah, haven't if, resolved this issue. I was going to say if you don't hear anything from them today, plug in and just see see what you're working with, and then go from there because that's so weird that based on just the logistics of having somebody having to cancel first before they can transfer is weird. Right. It, that doesn't it make really, it. I mean, yes. I kind of, I understand the flow of it. Like, okay, one person cancels and then, but they're Comcast, dude. They can do anything. All you have to do is transfer the name you know, or where, wherever that service is just needs to be transferred into your name with the same package that you had before. How is that? How hard is that? Yeah. And I mm. forgot to mention that all of this took like an hour to do. No, of course. Oh, I'm like surprised it only took to an hour. An hour to talk to him on the phone to, for uh. them to tell me, yeah, we can't do anything. 
Yeah. But I I've had so so much trouble with this company and we don't have any other options. So it's like eh, what well, you know, it's See, that's so funny like I I <laughs> I have never knock on wood with the occasional like maybe one time when service is out or something like that. I've I haven't had trouble with Comcast like you have. So it's like I'm like doop do do Comcast is fine. It works for me. Doop do do. But everybody else is just like hating on them. Like you guys suck. <laughs> no. So I, maybe I'm just waiting for the ball to drop, and I'm just like something's going to happen, and everything's just going to go pew, and I'm done. <laughs> right. But yeah, your yours is building up. It's just going to be something amazingly horrible. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, it's not going to be good. It won't be pretty. But man, that is crazy. I can't believe on all on a logistical thing, an issue, not even a technical thing. That's I know just, that's messed up. I'm I'm beyond beyond unhappy with this company. Like I said, yeah. I've had I've had issues in the past, and I've had to waste hours of my time on the phone trying to resolve them, only to get to a point where they're not resolved anyway. So it's just like, man, they might do something for you if you compl- if you call them back and complain. They've done that oh, for I, me I, once. I, I, well, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm just going to call up and say. Do you just want me to cancel this altogether? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sure that I can figure out something, but Thanks. basically Well, I mean, we do have like AT&T in the area, yeah, you but can do I, I, prefer, I prefer Comcast still. Yeah. To, like I I just prefer cable in this area, but AT&T may have been may have gotten to the point now where they're basically a direct competitor. But yeah, I'm just I'm really upset with them right now, and and I'm seriously considering just saying, well, if you're Sayonara. not going to help me, then yeah, we're not going to be we're not going to be friends. Oh, so. <laughs> that sucks. So, are you still you're just uh, living out of boxes right now, or you you guys? Uh, no, moved we in actually though, right? we, we well, what happened was the crazy thing is that moving night. So you know, I get home from work at about six. And we started moving probably at about, I think we had to wait till about eight o'clock. So I had to wait for my brother-in-laws to come over and help, which by the way, if they didn't help, I, I don't know how it wouldn't yeah, have we, Yeah. It wouldn't have happened because we had to do it solidly until about 3 a.m. So that was insane. And, and you, you, you don't realize how much stuff you have until you move it again. And apparently we doubled in stuff. This yep. time, so. Did you have to rent a truck too? Yeah, I just I rented a truck, loaded it up, and we had we had to load it up twice. But we're pretty close to where we were already, so it was like it wasn't that long of a drive, and it, it worked out for the better. Um, but yeah, so I had, I was running on like two or three hours of sleep yesterday, and when I got home, I was like, screw this, nothing. I, I don't want all this crap like sitting around in boxes and stuff. So. We basically started unpacking everything and setting it all up, and we've we're we're well over halfway done. So we're oh, that's great, man. Yeah, you know, we're just wanting to go. get it all done. And nice. I'm at that point now too, where it's like you've packed certain things and you can't find them. So I have to kind of hunt a little bit to find stuff. Yeah, but yeah. It, I'll be I'll be good and ready to go next week. So that's that, like when I clean up my room. I'm like, oh, my room's clean. Where is everything? Right. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I, t- I just tell Krista to leave my space like messy because I was like, look, it, it looks bad, but I yeah. know where everything Controlled is. Chaos. <laughs> so Controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. Sweet. Uh, that's amazing, well, dude. So no games for you, huh? Yeah. 
no time, Besides, no time for games. I had to pack up the babies in little in little boxes. And when I say babies, it's you know Xbox and PS3. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, Good. I was hoping you didn't need the dogs. Yeah, the dogs. Woo. Yeah, that was fun. So you played a new game, The Battle of Comcast. That was your yeah. game this week. Mm. Pretty pretty much, you know, it's a phone role playing game where you always lose. <laughs> so, yes. It's a choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure, <laughs> exactly. and then and then wait an hour to get an answer. Voice prompts. <laughs> wait an hour to get an answer, and like I said, every time you lose. So, yeah, man, <laughs> that's awful. There you have it. Well, Tim Router, I'm hoping that you're having a better week going yeah. on. Yeah, uh, I hate to say, it, but Hall, I think I am having a better week than you are, brother. But no, it's all good. <laughs> No, man, it's life, man. That's that's what happens. That was that was me for the past like two and a half, three weeks with just work. It wasn't moving, but it was just uh, you know every everything comes crashing down at you all at the same time, and it's all timing. That's I think as we're getting older, that's like been the main issue. It's just time. We need time for this, this, and this. But um, yeah, my yeah. week my week was a was a heck of a lot better than it has been. Work's been still kicking my butt, but it's manageable and um, just getting into the swing of things. I. Uh, I'm getting a new HVAC unit upstairs today. I'm Woo-hoo. so excited. Oh. Da, 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 yeah. da, da. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Air. I, it, it, yeah, it's only been like a month and a half, but um, they're coming in nice, nice and but early. A summer it, month and a half. Yeah, a summer month and a half. But like I said, August is our, our hottest month usually, so it'll be nice to have it up and running. So I'm super excited about that. Um I leveled up in my allergy shots. <laughs> I have I have double <laughs> I have double XP now. Um, so now the dosage is a little bit higher. So it'll be interesting to see how my body reacts to it. Whether or not I'm just going to completely melt down or it's going to fight it a lot better. But um, so far this this weed pollen season has been killing me. It sucks. Even wow. with like all the shots and antihistamines and everything you still feel it and it just sucks and it's early this year too because of all the rain we've gotten but um yeah so leveled up there um let's see what else is going on uh the wife and i had a date night last night we went and saw the movie the heat with sandra bullock and melissa mccarthy dude it was funny i love melissa mccarthy yeah it's a good it's it's not like take the guys and go see the heat it's a totally it's a total date night movie I and, got you. But it, it is it is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And uh, Melissa McCarthy's hilarious in it, and I love her anyway. I think she's hysterical. She is funny. But, um, yeah, so saw that. And um, gaming-wise, I um, – what have, oh, well, let's see. I played uh, The Walking Dead 400 days, and Gabe, you were right. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down, and 45 minutes on, I'm like, done. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. So – but yes, that was you know what it was a nice morsel, and now I'm very excited for season two. So exactly, um, that'll be good. Right. And now I am going back a little bit to the year 2009, and I am playing Infamous. Yes, and finally. I am super loving that game. Isn't it loving awesome? that game, it is great. And like I think a lot of people might be saying, "Well, dude, why are you going back to some of these games?" Everybody's got to remember, I'm still kind of the noob here of this whole bunch. Well, not kind of. I am the noob here. Like, Hall, I listened to um, your mashup with uh, Boom Headshot and Geeks with Wives. Great, great podcast, guys, by the way. You guys did a fabulous job on that. But, and you guys are, like, listing all these games and systems. I'm like, I had, don't know anything about that. You know, like, just that, I just (laughs) didn't, I didn't have that stuff growing up. I didn't have, like, a lot of that stuff. So I'm, I'm going back PS3, 
and just trying to play some games that are have always been like the like cult following games. So I had picked up I had an extra gift card from GameStop uh, that I found in my wallet. I'm like, sweet, it's Christmas in July. So I went That's and got awesome. I went and uh picked up uh, Infamous and the uh and the original Dead Space too. So those I think are my next uh, older games that I'm going to play. But man, I'm loving Infamous. It's great. So, and I'm that makes me super excited for Infamous 2, which I got for FRWE from PlayStation Plus and then uh, which all leads up to uh, second second son. son yeah and that's that's really what got me going is after watching the footage from e3 i'm like dude this is totally different than all those first person shooters and it's kind of the same old thing this is something that's a little bit different i'm excited i'm gonna start playing it i like it so Boom. i love it talk to me mr patillo how was your week it was good man we actually uh got to go to a couple movies ourselves we went and saw um wolverine and superman yes i gotta go see wolverine how was um, it? How was it? How was it? They're good. No, I s- oh, so oh, you went and saw it? Yeah, I went and saw it. I went. And oh, saw I thought Wolverine you were saying on- you were going to see it. No, yeah, we went and saw Wolverine on opening night because we're big X Men Wolverine fans, and um, and then saw Superman the night before, and uh, yeah, like, right. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna go into all of it, but um, they, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, dude, Wolverine, that says. Wolverine's that says more than anything than else. I know. Wolverine's <laughs> way better than the first one, I think. And then Superman, okay. you could kind of gripe about, you know, but it's Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember a lot of my friends were like, oh, I don't know, man. There's just too much, like, I don't know, action and fighting. You're like, dude, yeah. give me your man card. What do you mean there's too much <laughs> action and fighting? Get out of here. I want <laughs> more feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Superman, they, talk they to me about your character feelings. development for me. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Oh God! Um, beat Dishonored. Oh, and, I want my copy back so I can start playing know, it too. I know, I know. I'll give it back to you. Um, and you oh, loved that, it, right? You loved that, that game's good. Yeah, the, same thing. You could nitpick stuff, but like overall, it was a really good game. Um, it definitely like. And you said you got the good ending. Yeah, I got the good ending, and it was like roses and <laughs> like stardust <laughs> like i was yeah. like oh man this is really nice i got i uh, ended with low chaos nice is what, what the last thing said i don't know what all the different ones are but obviously you can have a really really bad ending and everything yeah you know, i did <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah I, mine I, was really I, bad that's he, uh, dude that's because you, know you went in and just chopped everybody up or shot them all i pretty yeah. much did because i yeah. said you know what when when I get discovered, you're you're not chasing me, so I'll just take care of you now. That's you know awesome. what's so funny is that um, I didn't. There's like powers and weapons that I didn't even use, and so the ending. I mean, you definitely feel it coming to an end, but it surprised me because I was like, wait, 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 wait. I haven't even bought this power over here or three of these, and like I never upgraded my health. I never like there was like four things you can choose that weren't powers. They're like enhancements. And I think I only bought one of those. And I think I only bought like blink. You get automatically Um, you get a thing where you can possess rats and stuff like that. And I upgraded that to where I could possess a person. Never did it. Never used the gun. Never used the grenades. Like there was, you know, what I'm saying I only used the crossbow and and blink. And I guess that's why I stayed with 
the low that's awesome though but, but you like but you like stealth games anyway like you're a big hitman person so that yeah that, that's, you're all about that so yeah that would be awesome right and it's it, it's funny because when i got in situations where i had to kill people i was like no shoot no ah oh. but yeah. then i was like wait it's okay like this game is made for both and so uh hmm. i had a, the last level was like super easy like it was just weird i was like this is it this is the end like there's wow. barely any guy that, you know i had to like sneak past like eight guards it felt like you know not really but you know there's barely any guards on the last level and there was no you know there's barely any rats like everybody's like oh watch out for the rats i was like uh no rats on the last level uh <laughs> there's a lot less rats if you don't kill people yeah it's so crazy in the weepers like which are their little version of kind of zombie guys. Um, same thing, just not very many of them. So I, at That's the same so time, funny. I felt what? like maybe I didn't get the full game effect. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. But yeah, I think, like, I, like I said, the, the more people you kill, and it, it tells you that on the loading screen, I think, the more people you kill, the more weepers and rats you encounter. So my last level was a chore. Basically, <laughs> poor Hall. Like the same person says, "Watch out for the rats," and the whole colony comes out for Hall. Game comes in, watch out for a rat. And eep, one mouse just goes yeah, right, or one like, rat just yeah, goes yeah, right across. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, and then I'm almost done with the uh, Jet Set Radio. I I feel like I had unfinished business with that game from the Dreamcast days, and that game's long. I feel like that's longer than Dishonored. I'm like, be done already. Golly. Um, so playing through Jet Set Radio, the controls and camera on that game are amazingly bad. Like oh, I'm struggling true. through it, but it's like, I never beat it. it before. And I used to, and I used to own it on Dreamcast and I loved that game for some reason, just from the music aspect and the, the cell shaded animation and I never beat it. And so I'm beating it now. Um, playing a bunch of running with friends. Really? If you guys haven't played mm. Running with Friends on the iOS. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't, just don't start. <laughs> That's another um, uh, Zynga one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm, I've got to start Bioshock. That's got to be my next game. I thought I was going to do it, but Dishonored was sitting there because I borrowed it from you, Router. And yeah. I did that first. But I think Infamous is, I mean, sorry. I think uh, Bioshock Infinite has got to be the next thing. Yeah, I was thinking about that too because, uh, well, we'll we'll get to it with the new releases yeah. just because of the DLC. But I'm like, right, man, I got to do it. And, and so many of our our community guys are like, dude, you guys have to play Bioshock Infinite. Why haven't you played it yet? Exactly. So that, and then like looking for a, I'm kind of slowly starting the hunt for the 3ds XL. Nice. So uh, oh, poor, we'll Gabe, see what poor Gabe's going to have no life. <laughs> <laughs> you buy that 3DS, dude, that you might as well. That's your ticket just to that's your I ticket know. to be a hermit locked up in your house for the rest <laughs> of your life. So anyway, Gabe, you pretty much you pretty much have the best occupation for playing games because you get yeah, oh, yeah. bus yeah, rides. Exactly. exactly. I'm so jealous. Oh, I am, too, man. That's so awesome. I, I agree. <laughs> I'd like to be like, nah, 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 guys. No, no, no it's okay. It's a, sure. no. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> All right. So that's me. Router. Let's do this. New releases this week. Not a ton. Uh, Deadfall Adventures for PC, Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Rise of the Triad for PC. And Pikmin 3 for the Wii U. Those Ooh. are the 
But then we also have some lovely... Pikmin 3 is a big one. Yeah. Uh, for the Wii U, so we'll see how, how well that does. Um, I but know, the big, they're struggling. The big, 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 big one is Bioshock Infinite DLC, Clash in the Clouds, released um, yesterday, the 30th. Oh, no, two days ago, the 30th. Um, yeah. The pack includes four levels, each with 15 waves of enemies. It is free with your $20 season pass or $5. Yep. So that should be hmm. should be good. I watched and, the trailer for it. Looks really interesting. And they said it's really combat driven, which is kind of different from the game, which is very narrative driven. Right. Um, but they said the next DLC they're releasing, which is uh, Burial at Sea, um, will be more story driven, and you'll play as Booker DeWitt and Elizabeth at the height of Rapture, nineteen fifty eight. There you um, go. A cool thing that I, they said about the DLC was. Um, they wanted, they felt like the fans wanted the A team, quote unquote, that worked on the actual game to work on the DLC. And so they were like, you know what? We're not going to put our B team on this. We're going to, they said the day they finished <laughs> Bioshock Infinite, they pretty much started working on the DLC. Well, that's Same good. Same guys, which I love that. Yeah, that's awesome dedication. It's like you've worked how many years on this? And then you're like, we're done and go next DLC. Right. <laughs> more 100 hour weeks yeah right. you imagine oh my Ugh. gosh but yeah, is that work. is that normal though for developers to pass off dlc to other developers or is it just like it's well i mean not de- not developers to another developer but so like the, the main team that works on yeah do they usually use like a different team of people within the company you know i don't know that they I do don't know. but i would think it makes sense that you know maybe the not the underlings but just you know, maybe not the guy that they're paying a grip of money is doing the DLC. Maybe he's moved on to something else and the rest of the team can handle it or something like that. I don't know how that works. Right. Yeah, that's, that'd be interesting. I'm going to find that out. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Top tenors. Oh, yes. Top selling games for the week ending July 20th. NCAA Football 14 holds the number one spot. Yes, sir. For the second, second week in a row. Um, number two, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 for the 3DS debuts at number two dude nice 3ds i'm telling you we Tell all have to get one, one. and yeah one. you just it, it it has to be done so one of us has to get one and gabe i appoint you <laughs> because uh, <laughs> yeah, because thanks. you have the job that can do that <laughs> so uh yeah so that came in at number two number three was ncaa football for the ps3 number four last of us Number five, Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS. Number six, Rune Factory mm. 4, a Fantasy Harvest Moon debuted 3DS. for the 3DS. Yeah. Number seven, Minecraft for the Xbox 360. Number <laughs> eight, Time Time and Eternity for the PS3. Number nine, Dynasty Warriors 8 for the PS3. And oh, number wow. 10, Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors 8 for Xbox 360. Hey, that's a rare, rare flip flop where PS3 has got more than. Yeah, by uh, let's see, about a thousand units. I was really hoping you were going to say Black Ops Two. No, hey, that's interesting. <laughs> Black Ops yeah. Two did, wasn't on the top in the top ten this, this yeah. past week. Hallelujah! Uh, it's good. It'll it'll wow, come finally. Yeah, you know, it'll come back. Just wait. You, you know what's funny is I was talking to our boy Ed Placencia this last week, and I was like, "What have you been doing?" He's like, "Oh, just chilling out." Blah 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 blah. He's like, "We did buy a new game," and I was like, "What'd you buy?" He was like. 
Black Ops 2. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> I, I said, I hope that's in the top 10 this week so I can mention to Router that you helped the problem. Yeah, yeah right. You mentioned it anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's still going to get mentioned. Uh, well, maybe it was like number 11. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was 10 and a half. <laughs> I'm sure it was really close. Right, um, right behind Luigi's Mansion. As soon as it gets cheap enough, I'm going to go ahead and contribute to the problem as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I may There's end up ev- eventually doing that too, though. Um, Hall. Yes, sir. You want to talk about this flip floppy? Flip flop, you don't stop. Um, I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm glad, it, but I can't believe it. Well, the community kind of. It seemed like the community had like an outpour over, um, you know, basically the differences between treatment of indies on PS or basically on Sony consoles versus Microsoft consoles. Yeah. And so tell them what we're talking about first. Well, Microsoft made an official statement saying, you know, we're going to uh, allow indies to self-publish. Right. And everybody was... (laughs) <laughs> mixed on it so some people were really really happy and you know for for the devs where you know uh games are they want to make their games their dream you know they want to do games for a living um for them man i mean that's that seems like great news i mean just being able to go at it alone uh and not have to incur the costs associated with publishing mm-hmm. necessarily like through a uh larger party um but like i said at the same time people are like no that kind of you know muddies the water because sony's been doing that and you're just copying what they're doing i mean what do you guys think you know it's funny i thought the same thing when they first released it i was like well okay you're doing this because obviously playstation made such a big deal about it at e3 and the Mm -hmm. wii u actually you know you can self-publish on there too um, but I thought that it was, it's another one of those things like we talked about with the Xbox, like, uh, the one when they first had all their things with, you know, not being able to trade games and blah, 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 blah. You don't really know what you have until somebody says you can have it or what you don't have. And so when PlayStation came out, cause it's not like Xbox self published on the 360, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This is still new business for them. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, but when somebody else comes out, it's like, hey, you can self-publish over here. And people are like, yeah, man, screw Microsoft. I can't believe they won't let us self-publish. They're trying to keep their thumb on the top of my head. You're like, well, I mean, that's not how, you know, like the whole thing with, you know, we'll get into it more. Fez 2 with Phil Fish. One of the things that he was saying was, you know, the Fez 2 wasn't going to be on Microsoft or wasn't going to be on Xbox because of the self-publishing thing. And you're like, well, what about the first time? You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's interesting. It's all it's all based on Microsoft being reactive to everything. It it it's and that's what's been kind of frustrating because Microsoft is it, they're a big company they know what they're doing, but in this instance they're just continuously backpedaling and they're being reactive versus being proactive. I mean, yeah. I just look at what Sony did. They came out they, at E3, they rocked their press conference, and that's it. They're not backtracking on anything. They're actually just enhancing and telling people more about what they've already talked about versus Microsoft is going back and saying, oh, well, you know, we said this, but now we're going to do this because they're being reactive because everybody's pissed at them now. So yeah, it's, it's like, weird. guys, get it together. I mean, you, you only have a couple more months here. 
until your new console comes out and you're either going to do something or you're not. And, you know, clearly you're not going in a direction where your core audience is happy with. So now you have to kind of backpedal and be reactive to it. They need a captain. So they need a captain yeah. of the ship. It feels like the ship is they kind of a, being tossed by the waves and whichever way the wind blows, something. you know. So, I, I, yeah, it's just to me, it, it didn't surprise me. Like, I'm basically thinking that by the time the Xbox One comes around, uh, both companies are going to have the same thing. It's just they had a different approach to how they they um, I don't know how they shared it with the audience, with with their core audience. But, you know, it's just it's just another one of those things. I, it's great. I mean, as an indie developer, I think it would be your you'll be it'll be perfect. I mean, self-published. Great. Sign me up, you know. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's one it's one more thing that they're just being reactive to because they didn't say it outright in the beginning. Yeah, what yeah. they really should have done in that instance is to not match what Sony was doing, but maybe to go above and beyond. Right. And say, hey, we're we're taking a new approach. This is new territory. We're going to try something different. So and I don't want to, like, keep bashing the Xbox. I feel like. I'm not we're not really bashing we're just talking about it but I feel like we've been we've been kind of on them about it and it's not because I mean yes we all have PlayStations and that kind of stuff but for our Xbox audience out there it's just one of those things where just kind of look at what they're doing I mean Sony was in this same situation during the PS2 era anyway so it's it's all kind of flip-flopping which is really weird but it's just you know everybody's just got to get all their ducks in a row before these this next generation comes out yeah, it's just it, really interesting. It's interesting to note, too, that with the last gen, Sony was making those, basically with the PlayStation 3, they were kind of approaching broad new territory where, like you you had mentioned, um, you know, Xbox had come out with innovations and was proactive, and that's kind of why, in, the, in at least the United States, they were, you know, kind of bowling over this generation. They were bowling over Sony. Um and I think that's why Sony had so much to prove. I think Sony did did kind of the same thing with being proactive and being innovative, but they did it over the course of this generation. Mm. So, And now that they've gotten to the end of this generation, they're releasing this new console with a lot of the concepts that they had from the last one. And now people are taking big note because Microsoft has kind of, you know, been in their position now. So and now they have to kind of scramble and figure out how to uh how to appease the masses. Now this doesn't this doesn't necessarily matter to you know Joe Schmo who buys right. video games or the, key, the mom that the key buys gamer video games. consumer is not affected by this. It's all exactly. this is more developer. Exactly. So I mean I think that really it it makes big rounds on the internet. And it's going to be interesting to see how that affects next gen. Well, I am really curious to see about it. So we'll, I guess we'll be seeing soon enough. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so kind of on that same subject, we can just roll into Phil Fish. Uh, yeah. Phil Fish is the creator of Fez, which was a huge game. I think it's, it's sold like 200,000 copies on XBLA, which is, you know, awesome for a little indie guy. Um, so I guess he gets in a fight with a guy on Twitter named Marcus Beer, I feel like, a uh, game critic, who really, Marcus really started it, but, um, you know, he goes on, he's talking about Phil and uh, kind of in a roundabout way, 
um, about, you know, being on uh, Indie the Game. He's like, man, you guys were these guys. Now you're like all these guys. And he's calling them hipsters and he's cussing at them and stuff like that. And Phil Fish, and you know, fires back. Because if anybody's seen Indie, uh, Indie Games, the movie, uh, which we've talked about, I mean, that was months and months ago. Uh, Phil Fish is an interesting cat on there. You know what I'm saying? He's a normal guy, but, you know, interesting. And uh, and so he, he goes on this whole thing, and they're going back and forth, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, you know what? Fez is canceled. I can't take this no more. And uh, the official statement that they released on the uh, Polytron Twitter was, Fez 2 is canceled. I am done. I take the money, and I run. This is as much as I can stomach. This isn't the result of one thing, but the end of a long, bloody campaign. You win. And uh, and that's it. He so took his like, ball I, I, and he went yeah. home. That's the bottom. Exactly right. Exactly and now right. I hear he do, he do, he wants to just get out of gaming all all together now. Yeah, he said he's he's finished with all gaming. Right. Period. All right. We'll see so, you. Uh, see you know. at McDonald's, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, terrible. not at all. He's you know what? He's made his money. He'll he'll come up with something. Uh, I I. I th- I respect him as a developer. Just be- I love that that story. You know, it's just one of those. You know, guy works really hard, gets his game together. It's a success. I love those type of success stories. I hate the aftermath of something like that, where I don't know if the success goes to his head or just because you know he's just so protective of his property. I don't know what it is, but just the whole take your ball and go home approach. It doesn't work for me. It's it, I think it's cowardly. You know, either you're going to do it or you're not, or come up with a new game or do something different. But that's the, that's just not the way to go. It just seems really immature. Well, it had to be kind of a product of a long line of offenses. I'm oh, sure yeah. that through working on games and working with the game community, he just kind of, maybe he was just done. Some people, you know, as far as like tolerance levels, I mean, think about it. He's out there in the public eye all the time right with his game and he was in the movie and the community knows who he is that's kind of a lot of pressure especially when you're working on a game where you know people are starting to starting to say that you're a sellout or something like that the 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 problem that i have with uh people talking to indie devs or like basically just calling out indie devs for being you know quote-unquote a sellout Man, every indie dev, I'm sure, would love to sell out because then that yeah. means they're making money doing what they love. Exactly. Yeah, it, but it's a, and it's a bunch of people calling sellout that aren't doing anything. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, and mm-hmm. my, my only other thing, though, is to you have the opportunity to or not to let what other people say affect you. And right. I know it's almost impossible when you're in the public eye and people are just like berating you on Twitter and every other forum is talking about how much you suck and everything like that. I understand that, but you can still, you still have a, a choice that you can make to be like, look, I'm going to let people have weight in what they say, or I'm going to let it not affect me and just know that they don't know what's going on with me and, and let that be. Well, and it's the right people that can, you know, have their weight, and can can give constructive criticism, not just some Joe Blow person who, you know, just doesn't like you just because he doesn't like you. You know, I mean, this whole back and forth with the the game reviewer or whatever, um, it's just it's just stupid. It's childish. You know, you're not going to please everybody. People are just going to be jealous. Dude, you had a successful game. You know, I've heard great things about Fez. I actually want to play it. It's on it's for like five bucks or something like that on, on good old games dot com or something like that. I really want to play it. 
But now it's just like, dude, what are you doing, man? You have this great opportunity to, you know, to build the momentum from Fez, and and now you're doing this. Maybe it's a publicity stunt. I don't know. Maybe he's just doing this for a little while, and then hey, Fez two comes out. But yeah, like Jay Z, pull a Jay Z. Exactly. I'm retiring. I'm done. Yep. (laughs) I'm done, and now I'm coming back and selling millions of records. (laughs) But you know, it's just. You know, like I said, I respect the guy. I think what he did was great. He's put clearly he's put blood, sweat and tears in and he takes great pride in what he does. Fantastic. But this isn't the way to just take your ball and go home. I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. I'm with you. It's all good. On a lighter note, did you guys see that a guy proposed to his girlfriend using Contra? On the NES? No. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to hear about this. Yeah, tell us more. Um, so I should have wrote down his handle or whatever, uh, but his name is Quinn, and uh, his girlfriend's name is Amy. And so he, I mean, using the actual Contra game, uh, opened it up, dumped it to a ROM, messed with the ROM, dumped it onto another Flash something, however it works, puts it back in the cartridge so it's actually like the cartridge so he gets her to play the game she's awesome at contra by the way and so if you guys remember uh at the beginning of the game it's kind of scrolls across and you can pick one or two players and instead of it saying one player two players it said quinn and amy like one quinn two amy so they played together they had to beat the game, <laughs> no, oh. which is a feat in That's itself. Awesome. Uh, if you're not awesome. awesome at Contra, like he disabled the Contra code, <laughs> like it That's can awesome. be done. It can be done, obviously. And there's like an achievement on Xbox, I think, where if you can beat it, if you can beat it under 12 minutes or something like that, you get this thing. So it can be done. And he said on Reddit that is that he say that Reddit. Yep. Um, I. I was actually looking on Reddit to, you know, do a little digging for this story. And I have no idea how to read that thing. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? This is the most ridiculous layout I've ever seen. I know people love it. Sorry, Reddit. Anyway, um, so he said it only took her like 20 minutes to beat the game because she's really good at it. And uh, anyway, so at the end of the game, the you know, I don't know if it's before or after the credits or whatever, but it said, congrats, Amy, you've beat the game, saved the universe, and won my heart. Will you marry me? And I just thought that was really, really creative. And it took him a lot of work because he didn't know how Nintendo games worked, really. He'd done a little hacking, he said, but he said it was kind of a learn-as-you-go process. And so I thought that was really cool. I was like, man, I freaking love that. Hang on to that woman if she's playing Contra and can beat that. (laughs) Hang on to that woman. Come on. That's a good one there. That's a good woman right there. That's awesome, Uh, man. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And then on the exact opposite side of things, Saints Row 4. We all know Saints Row is, is pretty graphic and crazy. And it has gotten refused classification in Australia. Australia's like... No, you're not bringing that foolishness here. Wow. And so, meaning right now, uh, it will be illegal to sell that game in the in Australia, in the country of Australia. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? It is. I, I did they propose like a censored version or a milder violence or milder sexuality version or something? Yeah, they actually said drugs were the problem. Huh. Um, really? And yeah, and they said that the there are eighteen plus 
couldn't accommodate all the drug usage and everything that wow uh, that they had in the game. So I was like, huh. So the I guess the freaking anal probes and everything from the aliens is fine, but drugs <laughs> are a problem. Yes, clearly. So and this is after an appeal too. Uh, I think oh, they. So this I think it's is, oh, this Koch is, Media. Yeah, they already said you can't do this, and then Koch Media appealed it and was like, "Come on, guys, come on." I was going to say, like, was this no. their first? Was this their first submission? Because then they could go back and be like, "All right, well, let's pull this back a little bit and this back and resubmit it." But oh, holy cow, Ooh, yeah, unappealed. So we'll Yikes. keep we'll keep our eye on that. So. I mean, but they got Plants vs. Zombies early, which I'm really jealous about. Yeah, right? <laughs> but they won't be getting uh, Saints Row as of right so now. So here, here's my question then. So what about GTA, GTA 5? It got like uh, that... R18. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Saints Row, though, is, you know, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Saints Row is crazy. It I've is I've never crazy. played a Saints Row, and that's like kind of what keeps me from it, but... You know, to each his own. I don't care. Um, yep. Router, did you have something else? Uh, I was going to say Nintendo uh, released their quarterly report. Last week we talked about how they had their one of their best um, quarters, and they just uh, released their report. So the, out of the information from that report, the good news is that 3DS is the best-selling hardware for the past two months in the U.S. Right. And, mm. uh, the and bad news sold, is that's in not the quarter new. ending June 30th, it sold... <laughs> Right, it sold 1.4 million handhelds. Wow. On the flip side, good the old Wii dear Wii U uh, only sold 160,000 consoles uh, <laughs> uh, in a three-month period. Uh, that's not good, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's so awful. You know, uh, <sighs> I don't know if it's a mistake, but in uh, a Walmart in Canada, they ran a flyer where the Wii U was $200. Wow. So here's the thing. Nintendo hadn't said anything, but that's really true. Like, I think I'm going to get a Wii U at some point. And I, I was sure, the, sure. What, what brought me to that conclusion. And you, you guys tell me too, if you, if you think you'd get one too, Paul, when you did your, your mashup with um, the headshot boys and the geeks with Y boys, um, even before that, uh, I know Jordan had another podcast that he brought in one of his buddies who has kids and right off the bat, it, it sounds like every time you introduce your children or just children in general, and even you guys growing up probably, it's always been a Nintendo game. It's always been Mario mm -hmm. or it's always been something like that. To me, I think that's why I don't think Nintendo's panicking because I think they've got that market on lock. Like it's a great introduction to safe. to your children because it's safe. It's, you know, it's family friendly and it's fun. And now I'm thinking... You know, my girls, I, I still got a few years, but shoot, I want to introduce her to that stuff. And what better way to do that would probably be through like a Mario Kart or, you know, Super Mario or something like that. And maybe that's where I think Nintendo's got it on lock. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I, I think I'm going to get one. I just, I'm not going to spend 200 and, uh, what is it now? 299 or three? Like, yeah, I think it's 299 for the base yeah, system. I, like I will, I think I will get a Wii U when I think the price comes down significantly, because I, to me, it's just, it's not worth it yet. Now ask me that later when Mario Kart eight comes out, because that I love those games. Hello. But you know, and maybe they will do a price drop around that time. But I, I think the bottom line is Nintendo, I think has that on lock. I would love to introduce Piper to 
gaming at some point when she's a little bit older. And that's probably the way to go. Thoughts? Hmm. I mean, I agree <laughs> with you. Like, n- n- <laughs> Nintendo consoles are, you know, they are family friendly. And I think everybody who's in this gen right now, like everybody who's around our age, has fond memories of owning an NES. Right. Of course. And that's that's the thing that kind of keeps Nintendo going is the nostalgic factor. I mean, I have an NES, and when we have kids and they're old enough, I'm probably going to introduce them to the NES. Yeah. Because really, it's... the And I don't... I mean, I've heard reports before, and they're probably baloney, but they did say that older consoles build motor skills a lot better than newer consoles just because of the latency factor. Oh, that's interesting. Sure. I mean, because I think that explains why, and Gabe, you could probably agree with me on this sentiment, but probably explains why we were better at games when we were kids. I'll tell you we what, were playing. Boy, you go back and play some of them games now, and they're hard as crap. I'm like, exactly. was my reaction time really that banging that I got to beat Sonic? You know what I mean? Wow. Exactly, man, exactly. I mean, like, I used to be able to run through Sonic and not not fall through any holes, not hit anything. And now I just, I can't even play it anymore. I think though, too, back in the day, games were easier memorized because they weren't as random as they are now. And so yeah. you would play a, a level mm. a couple of times mm-hmm. and your, that's, and your fingers would just learn it. And so you would just be able to fly through and know exactly when to jump before even actually having to react to something. So maybe that, maybe that, that makes that's sense. very true. Yeah, you're you're right because there is a lot of more randomization now in games than than there were before. And you know, just thinking back to to Super Mario Brothers, like you know where that brick is, where the the mushroom comes up, or you know where that hidden uh, brick is, where the coins pop up. Exactly. You know, it's all it's all it's all from memory. And a lot of games now have more randomized, um, you know, AI. Like so I think I could beat Mario Brothers, like the you know Super Mario the NES. I think I could beat that in one life. And it's oh, just yeah. because of from playing it so much and then just knowing, yeah, you jump here, jump here, jump here, go down this tunnel, jump, jump, jump. You know what I'm saying? And I think I could still maybe take a, a good swing at that. So I don't know if it was my reaction type, but I think you're I think you're right about the latency, obviously. I mean, it seemed like things were a little bit more uh maybe snappier, you know, when everything was wired. I don't know. That's an interesting Yes. Thing. Sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to go on a, a tangent about it, but I was just thinking about it. I mean, I think you know, I know we're we've oh, we've shared our disappointments in in Nintendo and just been like, what are you guys thinking? But you got to also understand that they also have what three, four games in the top ten right now. Yeah, like 3ds is kill 3ds is killing it, and you know it just got me thinking. Like, I think I'm going to get one eventually. I just don't. I don't want to spend two ninety nine on a console like that yet. Right. I definitely will when it's like two hundred or one fifty. And I think yeah, I, I think when I we get that. when we get rocking into this next generation, and I mean the Xbox 360 and the PS3 will still be around, but as far as next gen consoles are concerned, I think when you've got the Wii U, the Xbox One, and the PS4 sitting on the shelf, and the Wii U is like two forty nine or one ninety nine or something, I think it'll sell a heck of a lot more. Oh, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. And, and I think it's going to be, and that demographic is going to be those families, like the dad or the mom that comes and be like, oh, yeah, there's some good games that I know my kids had talked about. Yeah. And, because I. Th- yeah, for the, sure. You, you know, because I think I think just and I'm just thinking future because, you know, my daughter's is going to be two in February and, and Gabe 
uh, Boots is going to be yeah, two September. next month, yeah, right? Stupid. Holy cow. cow. So it's like, you know, I want to start thinking about that and just be like, okay, you know, if she does want to play some stuff, what am I going to introduce her to? And I think it's not going to be, I think with the Wii too, it's not going to be sleeping dogs. Right, yeah, definitely not going to be sleeping dogs. <laughs> I think two you parents know? didn't understand why it was more expensive. I wonder. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're like, well, why is it, you know, 330 now or, you know, 300 and the last one was 250 or we got to use it for $200. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that yeah, might've been part of the problem. But I think I think what's going to happen, though, is when these next-gen consoles come out, I think Nintendo's going to have to be the first one to do something, uh, be it an upgrade or an, another console or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't imagine that they're going to try and keep the Wii U going if it continues to have these numbers. I think the they're going to have gonna, to. Maybe they'll do like to a, do something. Well, maybe they'll do like a Wii U second generation. Wii U right, like XL. A, or something a Wii U a Wii U two or something like that I don't know but 160 thousand consoles in three months is not good yeah that's not good that's that's not a good thing like they something's gonna have to be done right and if it's a price drop great then then that's probably when I'll get it but yeah I don't know sorry I'm on a tangent let's continue it's all good well we need to get to these questions of the week but I wanted to hit these two oh, yes real fast because I thought they were just interesting. Um, 73% of Ouya owners or Oh yeah owners oh, yeah. have not paid for a single game because it's Android and so many Android games are free. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. Um, 73% have been playing the Ouya for free. I think that's kind of cool though. I, I think that's why I would have gotten it is because I would have known that there's a library of games. Plus Android's got freaking SNES emulators all over the place. And so uh, you really can have a, you know, be playing Super Nintendo games to your heart's content on the hmm. freaking, ooh, yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, obviously leaving, what, 27% of people actually buying games, which is Suckers. okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another quick thing, Activision is trying to go private again. Um Activision, when they joined up with Blizzard, I guess they uh, kind of were uh, merged under this company called Vinvedi, Viv- Vivetti, Vivendi, Vivendi, Vivendi? Vin- yeah, Vivendi. Yeah. Um, and so they're trying to go private. Um, Bobby, you guys have to correct me on this. Bobby one too. Kodak, I think. Kodak, good, because I was gonna say Kodak, but I it like might be. <laughs> I like Kodak better for a freaking game guy. Um, He's the CEO, anyway, of Activision Blizzard, is trying to get people together to buy this thing back. So Activision as a company will acquire 429 million shares for $5.83 billion in cash monies. And then Kodak or Kodak will be leading an investor group to buy the other uh, 172 million shares for $2.34 billion. Uh, making the whole thing $8.2 billion. And Vivendi will still keep 12%, but obviously that's not enough of the lion's share to control what they're doing. Uh, Kodak said, or Kodak, sorry guys, um, said that they won't run the company any differently, but this will allow for a lot more flexibility. And I was like, holy crap, that's a huge company to, you know. That's a huge buy to basically internalize your company because uh, you know they they want to break, break away from Vivendi while still being under that 
that umbrella, but they want to kind of have their own entity. So they're clearly just buying out their sh- buying the shares out so that they kind of have more control. That way, they can just keep doing what they're doing, and Vivendi st- stays out of their way. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be the the main reason for that. I like it. Whatever, but dude, have, dropping that much cash like that, Activision is a beast. Holy cow! <laughs> I'm saying Woo. it's yeah. not like they don't have huge games that we mention every freaking week. Every freaking week, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> that's that's huge. I love it. All right, let's do some questions. What do you say? Yes, I, I like that as well. All righty. Uh, Facebook, Alex Perez. What are you going to do with your old systems when you move on to next gen? Save, sell, trade. Save save i think save unless for some reason because you know either of the xbox or the playstation could come out and be like it's backwards compatible we were just kidding (laughs) like they could have an ace in the hole like that exactly they're not going to i don't see that happening but obviously if that would be the only reason i would give it up i just don't know if the xbox people are letting the 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 last flip flop that I'm waiting to happen is that they say okay all your Xbox Live games can be played on the Xbox One, right? You know what I'm saying because I know oh, that's a big reason why some people would keep their Xboxes and stuff like that. But I'll probably for right now it's keep the PlayStation. Plus I have the Super yeah, Slim th- now, so you know. Yeah, you're you're pimped out, man. You're ready to rock. And plus, there's so many games like from on the PS3 too. Like this generation was so long. There's so many games that that I'm sure still you want to go back played. to and play. Yeah. That still need, yeah. And they still so, contribute was, to your trophy score too, right? They're bringing yeah. that over. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think they they are. So, yeah, so you're going to see out. a lot of people keep their old consoles. Yeah. Good question. Uh, another one from Facebook, Mike Fowler. What moment? Not game, but moment is your game moment of the year. Oh god! Uh, mine is the first ten minutes of The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably nuts. mine too. That was like such a powerful moment. I was like, oh, you know, that was powerful. But I think um, for me, in the last year, I would probably say only because it predates that, and I was like, holy freaking crap! Was the first little bit of Tomb Raider, like when you're. When the because I think the first time you control her, she's hanging upside down. Yeah. After she's been kidnapped, and I was like, and and starting that game off, I was like, all right, here we go. Just because it felt like another level. That was yeah. the. Hmm. It's not the first time I felt like that, but it was like I remember when I first played Tomb Raider. I was like, holy crap! I could hand this to anybody, and they'd enjoy this. I think. You know. That's what I mean? awesome. That's cool, man. That's that's a, that's a good I'd one. Say, I didn't I'd have to say it. I did not expect you to pull that one out of your hat. <laughs> it, you know what? It brought me. It brought it back to life for me because I let my buddy Wally b- borrow it here in town, and uh, we had dinner the other night. He goes, "Dude," I was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Tomb Raider," and I was like, nice. "Oh, nobody's even talked about that in a long time." I was like, "What'd you think?" He was like, "I loved it," and so we just kind of got to talk about the game, and I, you know, I think because Last of Us came out and in my mind overshadowed everything. I f- we forget yeah. that there was some freaking amazing games, and that's why I can't wait to play Bioshock Infinite because people love that game, and it's a good freaking game, and I just can't wait to play it. Yep. Good question. All right, we got some Twitter questions now. Uh, uh, Mitchell Stricker at uh, Tortellin1. Knowing that you guys are... <laughs> Sorry, Knowing that you guys are on limited budgets for gaming, do you guys look for a lot of deals? 
and how do you go about looking? I have a methodology to deals. Like, Ooh. yeah, like I'll basically have a buy price and then I'll have a, you know, kind of I'm interested if it hits this price point price and I have a waiting period. So if I've waited too long, I pay another price. So it's just kind of a whole thing. But, but you also get some stuff day one. Some stuff. Yeah. I mean, stuff that I'm very interested in that has great single player content or even multiplayer content, I'll get pretty close. Like Halo, for instance. Halo was one of those things that I got day one just because the multiplayer was going to die out. And not necessarily die out, but it wasn't going to be as fervent, you know, after the first few weeks. So, Can I just say I went back and watched the trailer for Halo 5, and that game looks freaking ridiculous. It looks pretty nuts. Like, yeah. I can't wait for that to come out and to get that's my hands six, on Halo They went 5. to 60 frames a second now, right? Hallelujah. Man, that's yep. nuts. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty I'm uh, I'm a sales guy too. Of course, like you're saying with the budget and everything. If I just went out and bought everything I wanted, my wife would be like, "Uh, what are you doing?" And I'm like, uh, "I bought <laughs> four games for the price of that handbag. Thank you very much." I'm just kidding. That's right. She hasn't bought an expensive doing? handbag in a long time. But um, that I I definitely couldn't just go out and buy stuff. So I'm definitely a uh ebay guy i know you guys are amazon guys but ebay's always done me right and i feel like you know ebay's almost like choose your own price you know if you if you're willing to stay up till late hours of the night when other people aren't on ebay or in the middle of the day um you can find some pretty good deals on there i feel like hmm. yeah I'm with, I'm with you on that i think i still like <clears throat> excuse me i still like going to brick and mortar stores like I still just like if I'm in a Best Buy for something else, I'll just go over to the game section section and just look and see what they've got. Or if, if there's a game stop right there, I'll just take a look and see what they've got. Just because it's fun, just going and browsing through the shelves. I'm old school, but at the same time, you know, think of think of the different uh, subscriptions that you can get, like PlayStation Plus. Dude, you get free games for that. That's totally worth it. I just downloaded ba- Battlefield Three for free. You know, it's like right. that kind of that kind of stuff pays for itself. So don't hesitate to uh, to look at those subscription based services as well, and uh, and you know and because they'll always throw out some sort of deal for you too. Yeah, yeah XBLA has had a lot more. It feels like sales and discounts. Yeah, they've they've too. definitely ramped up their their game. So that's it's really cool. Sweet, good question. All right, here we, here we go. Another one from Psych Tyson. I like that. That's good. Um, <laughs> that's great. Does the Phil Fish incident suggest that there's now too much of a cult of personality around developers and gaming YouTubers? I loved this question. Hmm. I thought that was a really good question. That is good question. Considering what we, what we just went through with Mr. Fish over there. Um, my feeling is definitely the indie games developers are getting a lot more clout now, especially now that Sony is, you know, with their press conference, how they, um, they revealed a lot of different indie games and indie game developers. Um, I think there is a little bit more of that. Um, but at the same time, I think Phil Fish is just kind of a rare breed at the same, and not all indie developers are like that. So I don't know. It, it could go either way. I think he certainly had a good old chip on his shoulder, but he had also a really great success story. And there, there will be more indie, indie developers and that kind of stuff that will have that. And and hopefully they won't go the same way. They'll just continue to build on their momentum and to develop great indie games. Yeah, I like people being rock stars. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
Well, uh, you're surrounded by them. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in that. Not. I just love when people are um, praised for what they do, and I think that that definitely does create a culture. Um, but at the same time, I mean, that's what's so great about the Olympics and stuff like that. Like, I don't know anything about swimming and figure skating and diving but for like two weeks those guys are rock stars and they're killing it for their countries and and stuff like that so when these guys who often don't get praised the developers and stuff the guys behind the game you know so many times the game will get praised but you know the individual guys like phil fish you know what i'm saying when you hear his name or gabe noel or um you know sometimes won't get the praise due from just regular people, like just the consumers, regular consumers, not people into news and stuff like that. So I think I, I like the stuff that brings attention to uh, these guys. Well, because everybody loves a good success story, too, you know? Yeah. Hall, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say this kind of the state of the Internet right now is is different than it has ever been for gaming. I mean, this, especially the fact that you can interact with celebrities and you know, I don't know, B-list internet celebrities, I guess, with Twitter. You know, you can actually see how what they're saying and, you know, how they're feeling a certain day or what they feel about certain issues or topics or news because they're just on there just talking and you can interact with them. So, I mean, I don't know, but I, I think that, I think that that's kind of what helps people build their their cult following or personalities is just that, they're out there in front of people and people can interact with them. So it's pretty yeah. nuts. I mean, imagine like, you know, Gabe, you and I growing up reading Nintendo power, like imagine if we were able to send our feelings to, I don't know, Miyamoto or something crazy. <laughs> right. And who, who, actually he's see probably it. not on Twitter. And I just said that for some weird reason, but yeah. <laughs> I totally, I totally agree. Yeah. And I mean, like back in the magazine days, you know, like that's why like mail existed. Like they had actual people like writing into the magazines and stuff like and they would they would actually show those some of those messages at the front of the magazine because it was oh, interesting yeah. to see how people would react to things or talk about things. And everybody always had their favorite like writing personalities in the magazines and stuff like that. And yep, and, Yeah. And it's funny because you can you can go and see. Even then, though, it was like I, it was like five letters and you know that either they got a lot more than that, but you didn't always see like this sucks, man, blah, bleh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. F that. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. Like people are saying that to other I, humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Phil Fish told the yeah. told the guy to go kill himself. And you're like, what? Oh, we say good, this, whoa, these kind great. of things to each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy. The things that people say, y'all be careful out there on this Internet, man. Y'all be careful what y'all saying to people. <laughs> Don't exactly. be saying crazy stuff all the time. That's right. All right. Well, last question, then we got to get up out of here. Um, from Gaming on Podcast on Twitter, we have two men who are gamers with babies on the way. Sweet. How Congratulations. long after birth? How long after birth before they can game again? <laughs> <laughs> I love that question. I think that was great. Um, a congratulations. That's awesome. Yes. Um, I would say. Take care of your wife. Take care of your baby. If they're sleeping or they're all settled in, then go on upstairs and get your little <laughs> game on. You know, that's, that's what, what I say. That's to what you, I, Jack. It's right. I mean, that's what I. That's what I did basically. I mean, that first that first month, month and a half, 
it's just feeding that baby, getting things going. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, and, I mean, they sleep uh, a lot at first. Both of yeah. them, the wife and the exactly. And so the baby, you know, enjoy, enjoy that time. Take care of them. Make sure they're all handled. And when they're all handled, and if they're asleep, or you know, if everyone's comfortable, as long as you're taking care of your family, then go on and have at it. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I will say the though, is like, that nighttime. If you're a nighttime gamer, that's about to switch up. Yes. If you have one of those babies that wakes up every two two and a half hours, oh my gosh. So you might not be able to sink your teeth into some stuff, but you could you could game. It's just going to be different. Yeah, it's just it, you're going to stretch it out a little bit more. Yeah. So it's it's all good. Yeah. But that's great, man. It's it's fun. Yeah. Babies are babies are fun. They're the best. And Hall can't speak on it because he doesn't have any babies. So we're just speaking and, on well, his behalf. He has two. He has two furry babies. So <laughs> he's got two. That dogs. works. That could probably he's care less dogs. about when he's. Gaming, and we yeah. Not gaming. Yeah, and one apparently turns on his Xbox 360. So <laughs> th- th- I want that dog. That dog's yeah, awesome. Exactly. It's like, hey, you want to play some games? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're the best dog ever. <laughs> right? If I could have Maggie just, hey, will you go turn my PS3 on for me, please? That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, train her up in the way she should go. That's oh, right. shoot. Well, we should get up out of here, man. You're about to get a new HVAC unit. Yeah. This guy's about to be there any minute. Um, man, thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for sending in your video game memories. More people are sending them in. I want more of them. So just as a reminder, what we're looking for is your name, where you're from and your favorite video game memory in like, you know, 30 seconds. And, uh, so just record it on your iPhone, on your laptop, microphone, whatever, send it to us audio. You can send um, it to mailbag at married to the games.com or you can send it right to me, Gabe at married to the games.com. And I'm going to edit them together for later this year. So you guys can hear what you guys are doing and what was important to you guys when you were young. We've gotten some really cool stuff. We've got some real light stuff and we've gotten a couple heavier ones, man. And I really like it. It's awesome to listen to. I'm getting a sneak peek of all of them, obviously. And so it's been really cool. Um, check us out on youtube.com slash married to the games. We obviously post all the episodes there, but we also have a really cool thing from Bradley C when I was up in green Bay uh, and his arcade thing at the museum. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash MTTG cast, facebook.com slash married to the games. Of course, you can be old school and go to the website, married to the games.com. Router's got it sexy over there. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. So come holler at us, man. We are here. You know where we're at. We want to know where y'all are at. We want to keep communicating with y'all. We love this thing. Video games forever. For Gabe Patillo, for Timothy Hall. For Tim Router. We married to the game, baby. We about this thing. Ant to get ant, ant to get ant, ant to get.